thanked you. And you'll never have to. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Oh, guys, it. welcome back. Bachelors in the City. I have my um, co-host Clay Harbor filling in for Peter Weber at the moment. Clay, thank you for continuing on with us, brother. My pleasure, man. Uh, you know, I'm part of the crew now. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a tripod. You know, when, when, when we're, 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 that's how we stand up. You know, two legs can't stand up. You need three. So we're a tripod. You know, I'm going to step up when you guys need me. They used to call me that in high school. Hmm. Oh, anyway. my gosh. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, guys, we have a great episode for you here today. Yeah, they released some of the guys from The Bachelor. We know who's going to be on there. Our buddy's going to be on there. We talk a little bit about that in this episode. We have a special guest today, guys. And it is going to be a little football heavy. So if you're a football fan, you are going to absolutely love this episode. We have a special guest that actually played in the NFL. What do you say? Eight eight or nine years? Eight years? Yeah. Eight, eight years. years. Brian, Brian Witzman. He uh, played for the South Dakota State Jackrabbits, a team that I used to play against in college. Actually, Missouri Valley Conference. And he uh, went on to play in the NFL for several years. And Brian, you know, last episode we did talk about the, you know, these guys actually. Play. Brian is an actual football player. Played in games, played in playoff games. And he's, he's a bachelorette. He was on The Bachelorette, as some of you don't know. As and he was speaking. obviously also on The Bachelorette. I was about to get to that, but uh, Dustin couldn't hold his water for that uh, five <laughs> seconds. But thanks, Dustin. You know what? Hey, you will have to. That was wrong. I do it. I do it bad. I can't do the yeah. Batman impression. Anyways. Says, I never said thank you. And you'll never have to. have to. <laughs> You do it much better than me. All right, six foot seven, three hundred and thirty pound. Let's get to it. This guy's also a, a Super Bowl champion. Let's have him on. Let's get. All right, my man Brian. What's up, man? What's How up? How we doing? I'm doing great. Welcome to the podcast, brother. Welcome to Bachelors in the City. You're official. It's great to be here. You are official. Yeah. It's good to have you there, Brian. Even though you are from South Dakota State University, which was in the same conference as the Missouri State Bears, in which I went to, and, uh, you know, Missouri Valley rival. And I'll also say that uh, they used to give it to us pretty good back in the day. Is uh, is it a rival? Do you consider that a rival? Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. No, the Jack, the Jack Rabbit used to, to beat us on the regular. But were you guys, um, were you guys down there at the same time, Brian? How old are you? I forget. I'm 31. So graduated 31. 14. Yeah, I was gone Wait, already. Uh, he was Brian gone. knew. Brian knew who I was, though. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, years after I left the Missouri Valley, everybody still talked about me as a player oh, and just how an amazing guy I was there at Missouri State. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Moving on. How let's let's bring it back. Brian, I met you through Clay maybe two, three years ago. It was maybe two thousand nineteen, I think it what's that? Was it was it St. Patrick's Day of twenty twenty? I, I think, think it was it before St. Patty's Day. You I think because I remember okay. Roquan, I think Roquan was with us too. We were all hanging out. So how 
How do you and um, Clay know each other? I think I think we met through Roquan. Yeah, we met through Roquan. Yeah, yeah. We all hang out with like so. How do you know? How do you know Roquan Smith? Happy camera brings. How does Brian knows Roquan? Brian played for the Chicago Bears. Uh, That's how he (laughs) knows Roquan. And um, I know Roquan just through. uh, I obviously knew who Roquan Smith was, middle linebacker for the Bears. We started following each other on Instagram, just on some uh, football buddy buddy stuff, and then um, ran into each other a few times in the city, um, hanging out the same places, and then um, that's how it happens, man. That's how you uh, you make friends. I remember meeting Dustin at. Uh, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this place. It's not the best place ever, but Bottled Blonde. Oh, and uh, I remember Dustin. I've hey, that man. Place. I'm about to go on The Bachelor. Uh, do you have any advice for me? Like, yeah, man, just stay out of the drama. You know, just just be yourself. You know, I'm like, dude, this guy doesn't have a shot in the first place. Like, he shouldn't even go. But, yeah. Sorry, Dusty. Oh, good time. Yeah, I remember you laughing in my face when I said I was going. Brian, I didn't know you were going on the show, man. I didn't know until I saw the spoilers of them uh, posting your photo out. I was like, whoa, where did this come yeah. from? It, it it was a somewhat of a surprise for the moment thing for me too. How did I mean, it all start? I, I mean, I was I was still kind of contemplating playing another year for football. Would have been my eighth season, and the Chiefs had signed me to the offseason and uh, looked in my DMs, and there was a DM from a casting director uh, talking about the Bachelorette and and seeing if I want was interested. And I was with the Chiefs at the moment, so I wasn't thinking about it then. But Chiefs let me go in May, went into a conversation where the Bachelorette came up, and I figured, why not just check this thing out and see where it goes? Why not shoot your shot to Michelle? Shoot that shot. (laughs) You know, um, we had this question come up uh, last week, Brian, on our our last episode, actually, and people are like, how do you feel about, you know, all these players, these guys that go on The Bachelor? and say that they're football players or athletes or something. And I'll say this. Brian is actually 100% a football player. He has played in football games. You know, he's an NFL football player, and um, Brian's legit. I know we had this convo, you know, about the guys. Like, hey, I respect it. They're just trying to make themselves sound a certain way. You know, it's cool to say you're an athlete. But Brian is legit a big offensive. Were you a guard or a tackle? I started at guard. I I, I was tackling college. So guard, I switched yeah. to guard. They they thought I was too slow. Yeah, so. and you can't see. Yeah, you can't see this guy's size in um on the on the video actually. But like Brian's, what are you six foot eight? Six seven and three eighths from the from the combine. But I round up. Okay. So. Yeah. You, With you shoes slimmed on, down quite a bit. Eight. This last year, you slimmed down quite a bit from the looks of it. I mean, a little bit. I, I'd say I was probably three twenty playing, and I'm down to three hundred. So. Six well, eight, three hundred pounds. Yeah, and you should shake this. Never shake his hand. You shake his <laughs> hand, it's like a like a baseball glove. It just it doesn't feel good for a guy for as me for me as a guy to shake Brian's hand. I'm like, geez, this guy's hands are massive. Brian is a very yeah. large guy. So let's go. Let's go so. down. Let, <laughs> let's go down. Let's let's let people know more about you. So tell us about college. Going into the NFL, your teams that you've been with, all the way to getting a Super Bowl, you know, winning the Super Bowl championship. Let's uh, hear all that before we get into Batser talk. Yeah. So I'm I'm from Wisconsin, small town in Wisconsin, right outside of the Twin Cities, where Michelle was from. And uh, I was recruited really late. 
I, I didn't get talked to by any college till my senior year. Didn't play varsity till my senior year. I was hurt my junior year. I was a skinny twig my sophomore year. So uh, ended up out in South Dakota, South Dakota State. Played there, redshirted there, played every game four years on. And then team started talking to me. I know Clay knows the process, but they were they were talking possibly drafting me in the later rounds, sixth or seventh. Didn't happen. So the cluster that comes after the draft, Texans picked me up. So I guess I'll go through the uh, long catalog of teams I've been on. To start out, I went. I was with the Houston Texans. Then I went to the New Orleans Saints. And then the Dallas Cowboys for a quick stint in training camp. And then finally my first stint on an active roster with the Kansas City Chiefs. So first year was just kind of sitting, learning there. And then I got to start my second year. And then went to the Minnesota Vikings for a little bit, which was honestly the only weird thing I've been on. is Because I, I grew up hating the Vikings. Grew up despising them. And, mm. uh, and then we played at... Lambeau Field. I wasn't playing, but we we were at Lambeau, and that that was the one strange game I've had in the, <laughs> and it ended in a tie. So all parties kind of won, but and then I went to the Chicago Bears where I started and met met Roquan, and then uh, the Cleveland Browns, the Miami Dolphins for five days, the Carolina Panthers back to the Kansas City Chiefs, and then finished with the Atlanta Falcons. My man, wow. you have been around. You were playing <laughs> wow. some fucking football. Frequent flyer miles, baby. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. For- your favorite team you played for. Which, which, I mean, which one was your favorite? I mean, the Chiefs got me the got me the ring, and I'd say I I meshed the best in that locker room. I had some great guys. And yeah, like it wasn't a it was we actually lost the Super Bowl when I was when I was there, so it's an AFC championship ring. But yeah, just to have that in my end my career and and the coaching staff that I really love there just felt at home with the Chiefs. So moving on beyond my career, I think the, the Chiefs should be the team I'd root for. Number one. Did you hear about today? Did you hear about oh, today? The, the Tyreek Hill? Yes. Tyreek Hill got traded. Yeah. It's unbelievable. No, He's the no. best, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in the NFL. I mean, Devontae Adams. You know, there's a couple other guys that could put a, you know, to the Cooper Cup, Dolphins, right? But I think Tyreek Hill, it's incredible. How was Tyreek as a guy? Did you get, did you get to interact with him at all? Yeah, I mean, he, he was a silly dude. I crossed him up in the locker room and hit a fade on him with the uh, locker room boot <laughs> once. The, the, crowd, the, the, the locker room went wild. But, yeah, he, he, he was no a good way. dude. <laughs> it happened. It happened. <laughs> I was going to say, did I make this up? But before you went to the Chiefs, that's when I met you. And you and me, we were, we, I, this had to be a happy camper. We were talking. And I think you were even contemplating on going back to the NFL. Were you not? Am I just making that up? I mean, I, I just retired in in, uh, in January. so. But were you thinking about retiring maybe a year before? Oh. Before the, I mean, before you got that championship? Yes. There, there were different points in my career where I thought my career would be over and I just kept trucking and it kept working out. So, yeah. And got that ring, baby. Got that. Got you ring. have it with you right now? Uh, I, I go grab it. It's, it's in the other room. So, I don't know if yeah, I can. Yeah, Brian wears that thing out. He'll wear it out. <laughs> he You're should. The bar, you know, he has, the, he has the ring on. I'm just like, oh. man, this guy's just, he's got the Super Bowl ring, man. And he's just six foot eight, has a Super Bowl <laughs> ring at the bar. It's like not even fair. <laughs> Clay, you almost, I mean, Clay, you were you were on the Patriots, but you got cut be- when they won the, the Super Bowl, correct? Or did they yeah, the so um, here's, 
So here's the story. I, you know, I'm, I'm in Jacksonville for three seasons, and I have a few different offers. I should have went back to Jacksonville in hindsight, but I end up taking the Patriots offer. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go play with Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. My agent's like, dude, it's a tough roster. They got Rob Gronkowski. They got Martellus Bennett. They just drafted a tight end in the third round. They got Michael Williams. And in my opinion, in my, you know, in my own imagination, I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm the best tight end in the league. Like, I don't care who's there. You know, I mean, that's why that's how we think as football players, you know, and I end up getting hurt. And um, I somehow I made the team. I, literally, my bags were packed on the last final cut day. I was waiting, just watching. Brian knows that you just look at the Internet and you're and you're cutting, t- counting down the guys. OK, hey, man, we're down to 65. We're down to 60. Yeah, I didn't expect him to get cut. You know, maybe I have a chance here. Made the team like this is crazy. Make it through five games, end up getting released. But um, and I didn't. And when they won the Super Bowl, most teams, if you played like with the team, they'll give you a Super Bowl ring. But the Patriots didn't. But the funny part is about that is I didn't get the Super Bowl ring. But because I played at least five games, if you're a vested veteran on an active roster at the first game of the year, you get paid for that whole season. So I got my full contract with the Patriots. I signed the next day on the Lions, got my full contract with the Lions. I made a playoff check with the Lions. We made the, made the playoffs. We, uh, we got bounced in the wild card against the uh, Seahawks. And then the Patriots, because I played in five games, five games was a cutoff. If you play with the team in five games, you, are, you get all of their playoff money. So I'm sitting at home watching the Patriots in the Super Bowl, winning a playoff, winning the Super Bowl check. I got the Super Bowl check. I got the NFC, NF, AFC championship check. I got the divisional round check. I got all the checks. I just didn't get the ring. So Sounds my like opinion, I'm like, me. hey. Also, I, I think it ages Clay a bit when he's talking about the uh, the Lions making the playoffs. So. <laughs> uh. They made the play. Wait, yeah. what happened? No, what he, he said he said he was with the Lions when they made the playoffs. I think that that ages him a little bit. So, oh come oh. on, man. Yeah, that, that, is, that was back in 2016. 2016 Yay! first first Yay! round against the Seahawks Russell Wilson playing in Seattle wasn't fun man it was cold it was rainy they were loud and I remember that game I actually had a really good block on Bobby Wagner and he started cussing at me because I cut blocked him I'm like sorry man you shouldn't have been so coming downhill so fast was, next time he didn't come that hard so pause were, Clay, were, Clay were you <laughs> a, were you a smack talker back in when you played did you talk smack in practice, I talked trash. I talked a little trash in the game, but I, I, I was typically a quiet guy. I mean, you, you were probably more of a quiet dude too, right? I was more quiet, but there was one time where just, this guy just kept, kept coming at me. Like, uh, <laughs> or he's against the yeah, Dolphins. Just kept, what do you, he just, you say, he just, you say a curse and he word, wasn't even, he wasn't even talking shit to me, <laughs> or he wasn't even talking trash to me. He was talking trash to my teammates about me. Like, I was like, this, this Damn. is, yeah. He's like that. That guy's trash. I was like, we're we're beating you by by twenty one points. Like, why? why are you, <laughs> yeah. What, what's going on? No, man. Let him know. Uh, uh, do you have a um, Brian? Do you have a your favorite besides like a play or a moment or something in the NFL that you'll just remember remember forever? Besides the Super Bowl, any other like stories you have? Something funny and interesting? Mean, interesting. I mean. Clay had a pretty good one the other day. Starting against Aaron Donald. Okay. And that's holding them to one tackle and one one hurry on the quarterback. I I I do have a story about that. I was I was backside on a double team, and we had a receiver who was in the role of a tight end and, and going back on that play. Uh so you run it this way, 
usually a tight end swipes back, but it was a receiver swiping back that 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 week. And I whiffed on Donald. He he swam me, and the tackle was holding on to him. The guy cut his legs out because he didn't he didn't know any better. Because the coaches hadn't told him not to high low someone, and mm-hmm. that dude got like twelve thousand dollar fine. Oh but wow! I I wasn't paying that though because. <laughs> I, I will say he made he made probably league minimum and he was driving a Bentley. I was like, I'm not, I'm not. Maybe if you're <laughs> and he ended He's up pushing. that guy that guy ended up getting like a PPP loan fraud. No shit. He was one yes. of those types. Yes, he was one of those types. So I'm I'm happy I didn't pay his fine. So <laughs> Yeah, no, don't pay his fine. Uh, Forget that guy. Man. Damn, okay, you don't want to drop any names, but I mean, hey, can we get a name? I, I mean, drop his name. Drop his name. No, we good. We good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, we got man. another buddy that just got um, released on um, the Bachelor spoiler sites. I don't know if you should talk about this, but um, yeah, I guess we can say his names now. Yeah, hey, he's out guy. there. We didn't put it out there. It's out there yeah. on the Reality Steve, the Bachelor Nation scoop. But um, one of Dustin's best friends, guy I grew up with. We all, we hang out a lot. I think you know him too, Brian. His name's Nate. Yeah. He's uh he's actually going on the season with Gabby and Rachel. So yep. Dustin, we what got your one thoughts? more. We got one more to the group. I I thought he was part of it when when he was hanging out with you guys. I thought he What's was up? already a part of it. I thought he was already. <laughs> he was, seemed like it, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a good old time, but he's a good guy, man. He he's a daddy's girl. Uh, daddy, well. He's got a daughter. He loves his daughter to death. Sorry, I said that wrong. But uh, <laughs> he's a, well, how do you put it? I don't know. Anyways, he's got a daughter. He loves his daughter, daughter to death. He's always doing stuff with her, going on vacations with her. Um, he's a great guy. He's a, he's a great catch, has a great career. Electrical engineer. Super funny, super goofy. I call him the, probably the dumbest, smartest person I know. He's pretty much a genius, but some of his common sense... I don't know, but we'll see what happens on this show, though. I'm excited. I know. I'm excited to watch him, man. I think it'll be fun. It's always good to have a guy that you know on the season and um, and to watch that. I mean, that's why Paradise, I think, was so much fun for me to watch. I'm watching Joe. I'm texting I'm like, dude, did you write this script for Paradise? Like, this is insane. Like, it literally is like a script that Joe wrote. And first, I'm going to go on the beach. I'm not going to have success. I'm going to meet, you know, Serena. Then they're going to send out my ex we're going to end things. I'm going to get back with someone like, dude, this stuff, it's hilarious. But um, I'm looking forward to watching Nate. I think that'll be fun. Brian, are you done with Bachelor Nation? Are you still, we might see you on the beach? I, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Yeah. You think you're done? One yes. and done? Yes. I, I was uh, my, choice, too, so. my choice and and uh, I haven't heard anything since night one. So. <laughs> All done. So tell us about night one then. So you get called to be on the bachelorette. You, well, you get the DM, you take, you look at it. You're like, uh, uh, why not? You know, I'm just retiring. Why not try something different and new? Tell us about that experience of flying out there and getting ready for night one and all that. Just tell us. Yeah. Tell, tell it all. First off, I'm just all about doing things that kind of get me out of my comfort zone. So I felt that was something that kind of, uh, pushed me out, pushed my boundaries a little bit. I'm more of a, soft-spoken, not not the center of attention kind of person. I feel like a lot of the people that go on the show already have that very outspoken personality that I don't tend to carry with myself. So, yeah, I mean, we well, first off, as 
you've watched the season, you you knew it was in, in Palm Springs and Palm Springs in, in July of, of all things. So for me, being a three hundred pound man, I'm like, I can only I I I, I like typed into to all these stores to so even like, okay, where am I gonna find linen? Like I can only wear linen there. So because I, I was I'm I'm very worried about sweating when I'm when I'm in that heat. So Finding a suit for you has to be brutal, by the way. I mean, it has to be a brutal process. And the amount of fabric that they're going to need to cover this man in a suit is probably incredible. But please continue your story. But, yeah, so I packed up, headed out there, and uh, went through the process, got to night one. And, yeah, I... I, Shot that shot. Shot that shot. (laughs) I, 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 I tried to shoot the shot, but... (laughs) <laughs> it, it, uh, I was shooting blanks, so <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Hey, I'm yeah, surprised by that. Did you get Did you get time with Michelle? And what was your first impression when you actually saw Michelle? Were you taken by her beauty? Were you like, ah, oh, maybe this isn't my type? And then, um, did you get time? And then, how was your conversation? Yeah, I'd say <clears throat> first off, just coming out of the limo, regardless of who's on the other end, you're 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 nervous. You're right. You know that that's I mean, you've the iconic in moment. Playoff games. You're so nervous. nervous. Your your right. heart rate is jacked. I'm like, why? You know, I've yeah. we've both played in all these games and these high pressure yes. situations, and now we're stepping on a limo, and you know we're nervous. I'm like, I was right. embarrassed for myself. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, I mean, my first ever start in the NFL was against the Patriots Thursday night to open the open the season, and like, I'm yeah. like, this is this is getting close to that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. Out of the limo, obviously, uh, Michelle looked beautiful in that in that dress and everything. And I would like to think that I uh, had a few ideas that in the in the lead up to it, but I, I just kind of uh, went with the more soft spoken because I, I I looked at a few episodes prior just to kind of see what I was getting myself into and see what like who was being genuine and, and were they, were they having success? And like, I felt like Dale was being genuine with his entrance and uh, actually Dale Moss was from my, from my college and everything. So uh, South Dakota oh, State. Yeah. He was out. a South oh, yeah. Dakota State football yes. player. So yes. we'll get to that after this. We'll get to that after this. But yeah, so I was, I just, I just wanted to be genuine and be myself. And I, I said, um, what, what did I say? Shoot, drawing a blank. No, I said, I said, uh, I've spent eight years uh, putting my body on the line for my teammates uh, in professional football, and I'm, I'm ready to come here tonight and put my heart on the line for you. So, Bam. You know Damn, what you should have did? That's a good line. Yeah. That is a good line. But you, what yeah. you should have did was you should have taken her finger and slipped that, slipped that Super Bowl ring on her finger. I didn't have it yet. Like, we'll I didn't ta- have we'll it. Have, oh, let's check wow. later. Oh, you yeah. you blew it, it Brian. No, that was they it. didn't get it to you until September of the next year or of the – of that year, so oh, you didn't have it yet. Oh, I didn't okay. have it yet. I was not the owner of the, oh. the ring yet. So the Chiefs fucked you on that one, man. You could have, man. They did. That would have yeah. got you past night one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how oh, did yeah. you? Do you get a chance to talk to her like throughout the night? And then, like, how long did you get? I did. I got five minutes. I think I was the. I was one of the last people to talk to her, and I don't. I don't blame her for it, but I feel like she was. She was a little cashed out. Uh, I mean, it was it was uh, a long process where late, late I mean, you're already yeah, talking to night. you're already talking to over twenty guys, and um, yeah, I mean, we didn't really have much of a 
spark when we were talking. Um, I mean, I just wanted to let her know what I was about, what, uh, what I was coming there for. I was kind of stepping away from football, even though I wasn't sure if I was done with it. And I was taking that commitment because I thought she was a really cool girl. Um, and that I'm more of a soft spoken person and I'm, I'm putting myself out there because I appreciate what she brings to the table. But, uh, I guess that she, did she not see your shoes though? She did see the shoes. Those so, shoes, yes. Those shoes were fire. Emma, Emma, our producer, she loves the shoes. Yeah. Um, those shoes are sick, man. She put, yeah. she so, gave us a picture right here to look right. at. So, so despite the shoes, yeah. I, I still didn't get their hooks. So Damn. that's all right, man. Her loss, no. man. She, uh, she should have kept bro. you around. She yeah. kept you around. I am a true believer. If you had the ring, though, if you had the ring and you put it on her finger, you you would have been till the end, my friend. I yeah, mean, he didn't have he didn't have the Super Bowl ring yet, Dustin. I know. I'm just saying. I wish he had the ring. I went in. And I'm still of somewhat of the belief that that Michelle is not a flashy kind of person that wouldn't be attracted to that. But but yeah, yeah, probably I mean. not. But no, it's still it's still like um, it's a good little. It's a, it's just a you know get the hook in there. You know, get the hook. So she so they she's talk so to she you later knows that you're not the ring back. So she knows that you're not a fake NFL player like everyone else that's gone on the show except for me and Clay. That's so. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there Absolutely. we go. So, <laughs> so uh, you went to college with um with Dale Moss. You guys both went to South Dakota State. I knew Dale went to South Dakota State. I knew you went yes. to South Dakota State. For some reason, I never pieced that together. Did you guys go at the same time? So we were on the same team my, I think, redshirt freshman year. He, did, he was just a one – one time, so older, he yeah. he did four years of basketball and then just one year of football. Oh, so, he only played uh, one year of football. He's a basketball yeah. player. Yes, he's a basketball player. Okay, so how was uh, how was Dale on um, at South Dakota State? Do you remember anything about him that stuck out? Was he an outgoing guy? Was he just a freak athlete in the football field? So uh, tell us a little bit about Dale from your perspective. Yeah, because I mean, I remember going to the basketball games, and he was that guy that would have the dynamic dunks and, and get the crowd going. Uh, and we had we had a pretty solid basketball team. We just went to March Madness. Sadly, lost last second to Providence. But Garrett Callahan was a kid uh, was my rival in college, yes. and he uh, he played at South Dakota State. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. But What's yeah, that like I, going living in South Dakota? Like, who lives in South Dakota though? Like, yeah. what is there to do with South Dakota? I mean, I will say Western South Dakota is is beautiful. It's the the black Badlands, the Black Hills, uh, like Mount Rushmore. You got a bunch of couple national parks out there, so so that part is beautiful. Eastern South Dakota, yeah, it's very flat and barren, but the people are amazing. So I think there was a there was a stretch of three weeks in college where it did not go above zero once for three weeks. Not great, but no, I, I enjoyed my time out there. I feel like it gave me a different perspective that I that I've enjoyed and and kind of learned more about myself. So one thing I always realized about South Dakota is their their football team. At least when I was there, they 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 were uh, so it was like ninety guys on the team. They had like eighty eight white guys, and in football yeah. you just don't see that a lot. It's all a bunch of hard nosed like 
country farm white dudes. Their cornerbacks were white dudes. Their running backs were white dudes. Everybody on their team were uh, were Caucasian. I mean, I know it's not demographically. It's all there's not many minorities in South Dakota, North Dakota, you know, Wyoming, a lot of the surrounding areas. That was always interesting. We go, man, they, this team is all. We just got our butts kicked by a bunch of <laughs> white boys. You know, it was just all white guys, and that was um, that was always uh, that was always pretty pretty interesting to see you know and, and then I'll, what do you think about the north dakota state south dakota state rivalry you hear about that in the missouri valley i know it's a big deal for both of you guys and um when you were there was it as big yeah. as it had been in the past the north dakota state south dakota state thing it was it was huge but four years i started we lost every game against them they're all close but only my true freshman year was when we have this huge rock it's these rocks that divide North Dakota and South Dakota. It's this like 50 pound rock, a uh, huge kind of placeholder on the, on the border. So that was the trophy only got to the touch the trophy once. So, but we've, we've been more competitive recently. We beat them this past year. So oh, two good programs. I will go back talking about M- Michelle night one. Uh, yeah. I, so I, I did have a, have a present I was going to give her. Uh, I was going to, my, my dad in the woods of Wisconsin makes maple syrup. And I knew it was 30 minutes from where she grew up. So I was going to be like, hey, just just here's a taste of home. I know you're far, far away, but here's something to kind of uh, remind you of home because it's from the from the trees right right by where you grew up. So I like that. Did not. I want to try some of this. I, I, I could send some out. So I, I could send some out. Yeah, man, we need to try some of this. That would have been smooth, though. That would have been another good one. Yeah. Speaking of Bachelor Nation, your experiences on the show didn't work out with Michelle, but you you met some guys, I'm assuming. We all meet some yeah. good friends. Who are your who are your homies that you met for sure. the show? I'm I'm big buddies with Rick. Rick Rick's in Chicago and we kind of have our Chicago batch bro uh combo going now. So it's good hey man, to have don't be here. trying to take my stuff over here, bro. <laughs> don't be trying to take over the Chicago Bad Pro stuff, man. That's me and the grocer uh, right now. But I'm just messing with you. Uh, keep going, man. You and Rick. Yeah, no, Rick. Rick's just. I, I feel like me and Rick just vibe because he's he's just a very down to earth, more soft spoken guy like me, and and I feel like we have very similar values and we we vibe. So and a couple other guys like like Brandon. Brandon. Brandon's a great dude. Feel like he emo- wears his emotions on his sleeve and would also do anything for any friend. So I, I appreciate that. No, I mean there's there's a lot of, a lot of how good guys old is he? Our season. He's twenty six. How old is Brandon? Yeah, twenty six. He looks so young. I mean that's gonna pay that's gonna pay dividends in the later rounds when he's like <laughs> thirty five, looking you know looking oh, yeah. twenty five, twenty six. But man, when I saw Brandon, I'm like, dude, this guy's eighteen years old. Just they yeah. put an eighteen year old on. He goes, it's incredible. But that's gonna be great for him, you know, once he right. starts aging. But he just seems really young. He does yeah. seem young. He looks young. <laughs> Such man, it's crazy. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I got a little upset when they announced the bachelor, even though I think, you know, Clayton did a, the best he could, but you had so many top runners that were on your season, top guys of color that, you know, could have easily been a bachelor. And, um, yeah, it's so crazy that they picked Clayton, even though, I mean, I don't want to take away his moment. He, I'm happy for him. He did good. He's found this, you know, his lady, but I, I was kind of disappointed in, um, and the bachelor for that did you know clayton much i feel like we i feel like we related the most night one just 
having our football backgrounds and being from Missouri and kind of being more uh, that Midwest vibe. I feel like you get a lot of coastal guys that don't necessarily have the same values as the Midwest guys. And no, I feel like we were, we were meshing and yeah, obviously I I only got one. Did you think they were going to pick him? Did you see that coming? I didn't. No, I didn't. (laughs) But I mean, (laughs) they, they, uh, it's their show so they can do what they want. But I I will say the one other thing I, I, I feel like I'm somewhat outspoken, uh, like social issues and and all that. And I, I figured I wanted to convey that a little bit to Michelle Knight one that I am like very vocal about all that stuff. And, and that's one thing I regret that I wasn't able to. And I feel like obviously the show wants to cater to all walks and, and not put anyone in their fan base outside of watching the show with, with any political stuff. But I felt like that, that was one thing I missed night one in being vocal about my beliefs and, and having her see me for, for what I value. Yeah, Brian is uh, very big into politics, and uh, he wants to be a politician uh, one day. And it's uh, he's very it's very impressive to to hear his take on a lot of things that are going on, as far as the you know in the the state level, you know the the federal level. You know, I I think that you know he'll have a good career there. But um, is that something that you're still uh, looking to go into, Brian? The politics, yeah, in, in, it is. in some fashion. Yeah, I, I could see myself possibly moving to D.C. in the next year or so, maybe diving into that. I mean, I think just become the mayor of Chicago, man. <laughs> I, I can mean, see I'd it for you. I'd vote for you. I that, that's you get that's, my vote. Uh, I feel like Chicago is not not the most ethical place for politics or Illinois in general. So <laughs> I don't know. You know what's so corrupt. funny? I actually heard something funny the other day, and someone was like, "It seems like life was better whenever our politicians were corrupt in uh, <laughs> Chicago." Uh, terrible joke to say, but. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone can agree that in politics these days, everyone's kind of going left or right. And, and a lot of people are in the middle. So not a lot of representation there. That's true. After the show, I, I've noticed, I even messaged you about it. You've been traveling, my guy. You've been traveling. I've been super jealous. You've been all over the world. <laughs> Is this something you think you're going to continue just to be like a, a traveler until you be getting more into the political roles in the future? So I would do a uh, backpacking trip every off season from football. I had a cousin who was adopted from South Korea, like three or four years older than me, like this, just five, one Asian. And and she had done trips abroad by herself. So I was like, why, why can't I do that? Like she's, she has a lot more to worry about than me as a, as a massive dude. So yeah, I've, I've been hopping into solo traveling and traveling abroad since I was 23, 24. So I love that, man. I want to next trip, next trip, take us with you for sure. I'm doing, um, I'm doing, uh, Ireland in May. Okay. End of May. So right. in middle of May. So uh, I'll send you the details on that and see what you're up to. If you want to go, me and for a sure. couple of buddies are, uh, heading out to Ireland. My white half is, uh, is Irish. So I'm going to go to the, okay. the homeland over there. I want to get to Africa, man. I was jealous when I saw you in Africa. That I want, I want. I know Dustin's been over there. That's that's next on my list as well. 
We should yeah. go to South Africa, like where Brian went. I want to go. I want to be in, in the jungle, my guy. That sounds that sounds crazy. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, South Africa was leaving there. I knew it. It was gonna be like top three places I've ever been. Obviously, that you have the safari, seeing all the all the wild animals in the in in. Yeah, rank wild, the like, places. Rank the places on okay. your last trip. Like, give us the top, oh, and then give us the bottom, trip. and the wise. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was just mostly I was in Egypt and, and South Africa, but I, I did Switzerland, Egypt Dubai, dope. and London as layovers. But I want to yeah, go to I, Egypt. That's also my that that trip looked awesome, man. Your photos look amazing. Yeah, it was well in South Africa. Obviously, not to not to get real here, but. Our apartheid ended ninety one, so I was already born when apartheid ended. So you think of in the U.S., it was the seventies and sixties where that stuff shifted, and there it's it's in our lifetimes that it, that it ended. So there's still yeah, there's a lot of racial disparity there that kind of puts things into puts puts new thoughts in your head and and kind of gives you a new perspective on things. Yeah, there's still pretty. I mean, obviously with apartheid. I mean, you have black and white people and, and the black people didn't have the money. And so even when the rules are not in place anymore, they still don't have the, the wealth. So it's it's still quite the disparity. But yeah, I mean, obviously it was beautiful. It was very modern. You had amazing seafood. It was very affordable. But yeah, I mean, there is there are different parts to the I mean, everywhere you go, there's there's different parts to it that kind of ground you and give you a different outlook on life. Africa is that. I've been to Nigeria, and I tell you, yeah, African trip, going to Africa, going to some of these countries, it will humble you. You don't know how, guys, we don't know how good we have it here in the States. It's insane. It's insane how good we have it. Dude, it's 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 crazy. Some it's of the crazy. people over there, literally how my, like my grandma would say, don't have a... a a pot to shit in, right? It's like there's and they're pot happy. To piss in is the usual terminology, but pit in. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, people have nothing, and they're like every day is a hustle to get on. But you see them smiling, and they're just kind of like ecstatic to see someone like you. It's different. It's like you made right. their whole day, their week, their month, just by them visually seeing someone that's different than them. I know. Man, yeah. Yeah, it's it crazy. Does. Going up in the favelas in Rio de Janeiro was really eye-opening for me, man. It's just the amount of poor, you know, people, crime and, and things going on over there. And and then hearing all the people criticize, criticize the state. Obviously, we have things that we need to work on. But like, man, you know, traveling is the death of like small mindedness and you really yeah. open your mind to different cultures to how good we actually have it here and in, in situations like that. So in South Africa, it's still pretty, it's there's still a big disparity between white and black. Do you see like interracial like couples, you know, like, like, um, do you see like Dustin running around out there as a, you know, a mixed guy? Do you see like me and Dustin, you know, or do you see like, like Dustin and his girlfriend, you know, cat blonde, you know, white girl, Dustin, you know, mixed guy. Do you see any of that? out there in uh, South Africa? I wouldn't say there's there's overt racism there that, that kind of prevents that. I, I'd say it, it is a very, like much more open culture and everything. It's just that you could drive to a place that looks like it would be in the hills of Malibu in LA, like looks like a $30 million house, and you could drive 20 minutes away, and there are the, they call them townships, and there are these tin 
huts that are just stacked together for yeah. miles and miles. Yeah. And it's literally the, the worst third world conditions I've ever seen. Wow. Even in South yeah. Africa. Yes. And you, you go to that country and it, it's one of the top countries for HIV AIDS. Like I think 25 or 30 percent of the country has it, but it's all concentrated in those townships. So it, the, it is in the black community. Yeah. With those yeah. townships. And that's where all the crime happens. And that's where. Yeah. So it's that that stuff's tough to see. Because obviously you're enjoying yourself, you're you're going out, you're eating all this good food, but it kind of brings things back into perspective. Yeah, if you have a soul, it's hard to it's hard to just see that and not think of anything, you know. For but sure. again, I, that that's there to humble you and to be grateful for everything that we have, and also to help other people if we can in any way. For sure, hundred percent. Man, love that. Yeah, I definitely want to go yeah. on the next trip with you, man. And now we're going to uh to our next segment. You're a little bit of a foodie, so we have a, a fun okay. little question that Emma set up uh-huh. real quick for yeah. have you have you been to New York at all? Have you lived in New York? I have I've only been to New York a couple times. So I haven't Okay. Okay. Well we could all help answer this. So Emma has a question. Which which food is better? In my opinion, Chicago food. There's nothing like Chicago food on this okay. earth. I can't I can't lie. New York, there's a lot of food here. There's a lot of great food, but Chicago food takes it for me how about you guys yeah i mean i haven't had enough experience in in new york i've been to a few places i could recommend emily's in brooklyn that that, that's a it's a pizza and burger spot that's real good but yeah i mean i i've i've dove into chicago i've been over into chicago but yeah speaking of pizza what's your favorite pizza chicago pizza or new york pizza it depends on if it's on a regular basis or if it's like once every couple months every few months because chicago pizza you're not going to have a slice every week. You're not. You're not going to do that. No, but, not every day. Here, people have else, pizza every day in New York. That's one thing. Yeah. I don't know why Chicago doesn't go by the slice. Are there any places in Chicago? I don't remember any pizza spots that you could just go get a slice and walk off. Walk in, walk out. You get a slice of pizza. There's not much of that out there. No. There's yeah, it's of more that. of a you sit. It's an experience. Um, yeah. when you eat pizza yeah. in Chicago, which I, yeah. I, I like deep dish. It's not my favorite. I, but I like deep dish. Did you, did you ever go to Pequod's? Pequod's. That's my no. spot. Pequod's. That's my spot. Pequod's. Yeah. Pequod's, Pequod's is good. Yeah. All right. Sports teams. Okay. <laughs> I don't, well, I'm gonna have to say, go ahead. Well, so I'm basketball. I'm a Timberwolves fan. So we've had one playoff game in the last. Are you guys still around since Tracy yeah. McGrady left? Yes, we are. There's a guy, you know, Troy Hudson. Yeah. Troy, Troy Hudson played for the Timberwolves. He's like the only NBA player that came out of my town in Southern Illinois. Big Troy okay. Hudson fan, but I'm yeah. sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, I mean, we, we made the playoffs once in the last, I think 25 years, 20 years. So this is, this is, uh, we're going to make the playoffs this year. So it's exciting. It's exciting time to be a Timberwolves fan. Are you guys really? Yeah. You yes. guys are going to the playoffs we're, this year? We're currently a seventh seed in the in the West and fighting for that sixth seed. So hey, Bulls are too, baby. I'm excited. Bulls are finally Who's on the T Wolves roster? I don't know who's on the I haven't seen the T Wolves play in a minute. Stefan Marbury, uh Tim Duncan, <laughs> uh, Kevin Garnett. Like who do we got here? I don't know. You got Carl Anthony Towns. Oh man. You got D'Angelo Russell. Oh right. You got Anthony Edwards. You got okay. Pat Bev, Pat Beverly. You got you got, oh, okay. you got some, okay. you got they some got good some players. players. 
They yeah, got, we some got some players. players. We got some players. We got some players. Okay, so. okay. We'll see you guys yeah. in playoffs. <laughs> public transportation. I could start this off and I'll say New York's got better public transportation than Chicago. For okay. sure. I will say you not guys to don't, the airport. Though. These guys are too rich. These guys don't take public transportation in Chicago. <laughs> these guys are rich I'm talking to. No, no. I never took uh, the L, man. I never really took the L, I'll be honest. But in New York, you you have you're forced to take the subway. So I'd say New York just because I really never took the L. Never never stepped on a bus in my entire 10-year run in Chicago. Not one time did I take a bus. L L train, I can count them on my hands. 10 years. Never. Clay would Clay would look at me crazy in Chicago if I said let's jump on the train. He yeah, <laughs> give me I a don't crazy know. look. But New York, I'm all about the subway now, man. I'm a big fan of the subway. Even though one time I did head the opposite direction for about 45 minutes before I realized I wasn't in Manhattan anymore. But uh, Tell I like the subway. Story. Tell them that full story, Clay. Uh, let's not. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say, I, I did take the train from uh, Midway yesterday. So. Oh, I take right. the train. I yes. take the train yes. from the airports. From yes. the airports, it's easy. You and just, you can't yeah, do that. Anymore. Take the train. Yeah. You go to JFK. What? What? You're going to take a train from you JFK? To, no. Yeah, I, that's the. You can, yeah, but you I have to like take that. like three different trains, and you like jump a shuttle. There's like a couple different things. It's confusing. Yeah, it's I don't. I don't deal with yeah. it. All, all the mess. Chicago thing. much more smooth. Yeah. Every airport has a train to downtown. To the airports, you're correct. You are correct. I take, I, take the air, I take the train from the airport to downtown, but I never take the train to the airport, which is weird. I never really thought about that. I definitely yeah. do that. But, um, yeah. 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 All right. The skyline. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago, it's Gotham. Chicago. It's Gotham. All right. That's... There's no skyline like Chicago, I have to agree. New York's is very beautiful. It's amazing. Like it's nothing. Yeah. It's like a. It's pretty much how you compare Michael Jordan to LeBron, in my yeah. opinion. The skylines. And I mean, you got you got the uh, architectural tour. You guys ever do that? The boat tours. I yes. did it every year. You have to do it every year. Once a year, you have to be a tourist right. in your own town. Yeah. It's like it's amazing. I tell everyone that goes to Chicago, take the boat tour to start off your trip. It's amazing. Yeah. The diversity of our architecture there is just stunning. So. <laughs> no other it's like no other mm-hmm. all right man brian it's been real you got to come to new york and hang out with us man i, I know will. you're the you're I the will. king of chicago right now i mean you know you're holding it down if i'm, the, if I'm ever there for us <laughs> <laughs> come on you might as well come over this way with us yeah <laughs> but no yeah i i've enjoyed uh being with you guys so yeah, man. Thank you for coming on, shooting the shit. Love learning more about you. And uh, wait, one question. What's in store for you at, after this point on? Like, what's going on? Where can people look forward yeah. to seeing you? As, as Clay knows, that first year of washed up athlete life is uh, you're, figuring, you're figuring things out. Because, I mean, you've been devoted to something for 12 years and complete devoted. And you get to into your 30s and, and you're like don't have that at any aspect in your life anymore. And I mean, that's, that's a pretty astronomical shift. So yeah, like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm figuring some stuff out. So taking it day by day and trying to, I'm, 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 I'm finishing my MBA. I have an online MBA that I'm, I'm going to finish and well, congrats, get some education Mitch. there. But, but yeah, Clay, how, how, how was your, how was your first year out of the, out of, out of the NFL? 
Well, I mean, my first year out of the NFL, that's right. I mean, I went right into Bachelor Nation, literally doing okay. the same stuff. And then I, um, I tried, I was trying to get back in the league yeah. for a year. And, um, right. then when that didn't work, I went on paradise. And then after right. paradise, I went to, um, I was going to, I was going to do the XFL for a year. Right. Yeah. When I signed with the XFL, I, uh, right before I signed with the team, I went to the trial and everything and COVID shut it down. So then I'm like, okay, yeah. there goes that opportunity. So it was like a, a bunch of like snowball, just like pushing me in all these different directions. And yeah, and that's, I mean, that was basically what, what happened with me right when I, you know, got off out of the NFL. And hey, man, I'm still figuring it out. You know, it, it's tough for right. athletes. We spend our whole lives doing the same thing and uh, figuring out exactly what we want to do. There's a lot of things out there, though. There's a lot of things the NFL will give you. Uh, yeah. Obviously, you're getting your degree. You know, they're going to pay for that. You know, your line of duty disability, you probably be able to, you know, apply for that. A bunch of cool programs to, uh, you know, I was with Dustin. I was, we were just looking at this entrepreneurship workshop, this franchising workshop, you know, real estate workshop, all these cool things and how you can, you know, whatever direction you want to take your life. They got a lot of cool things for you there. Right. I'll send you yeah. over some stuff. And then also, um, <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's hang out this weekend, bro. Like before, uh, sure. you know, before I get back sure. to New York we'll, City, we'll go, we'll we'll go we'll say hi to Rick. Maybe so. check out Rick. Yeah, check yeah. out Rick and Bassler on stage. Yeah, yeah right. I would say just enjoy your time, man. Enjoy it. Right. Relax. You've had a, a crazy accomplishment playing in, in the NFL for that long. I would tell, yeah, I, I guys, I mean, you guys are like warriors, you know? So yeah. it takes your time. I mean, I didn't go into the NFL, and I feel like I'm still trying to figure shit out too. So yeah, <laughs> I think everyone is. But um, yeah, man, thank you for coming on. We got to hang out. We got to travel together. And uh, who knows? Maybe you'll be on the beach. You never know, yeah. man. Yeah. We're starting it, I, I, Brian, I'll, for paradise. We're gonna start it, Brian, for paradise. Let's. I say it. I'm more. I'm more likely to be in the White House than I am to be on the beach. So, and that's hey. that's not that's not very likely. So. <laughs> <Okay>. Let's go. <laughs> so, all right, man. Thank you, buddy. Till next yeah. time. Appreciate it, Brian. Yeah, thanks for having we'll see me. you. Take care. <laughs>